sure that the thing had come from Mars, but I did not think there was any living thing inside. After a while, as nothing seemed to be happening, I went home. The newspaper that afternoon said this: a message received from Mars. Later, I returned to the scene to find some men in the hole with the thing. A bit of smoke still came from the grass. One of the men called, "Keep back!" The top of the thing was turning again. Then the top fell upon the ground with a ringing sound. I think everyone imagined we would see a man, or something more or less like a man. But what appeared was a round gray thing about as big as a bear. It had a kind of open mouth, like a V, with many long arms waving around it. It was the most terrible and frightening thing I had ever seen. When another one began to climb out, I turned and ran madly. But then I stopped, hiding in some bushes. I waited to see what would happen next. End of chapter one. Chapter two. Friday night. I did not dare go back to the hole, but I was curious to see what was happening. As I tried to find a safe place to hide and watch, I met a neighbor. What ugly things! He said. He kept saying this over and over. Toward evening, a group of men appeared at the edge of the hole. They waved a white flag to show that they were friendly. From the hole came a puff of green smoke. There was another puff, and then another. Then came a white flame and a blinding flash of light. The heat was so great that the trees were set on fire. The men fell to the ground and did not move again. A terrible fear came over me. I turned and ran, not daring to look back. Somehow I made my way home. My wife was startled by how awful I looked. I told her about the Martians and the heat guns they used to kill the men. Her feeling of alarm showed on her face. They may come here, she said again and again. I explained that the ugly things could hardly move on Earth. The Martians must weigh three times what they would weigh on Mars. Their own weight would keep them from getting out of the deep hole they were in. They may stay in the hole and kill those that come near, I said, but they cannot get out of it. There was one thing I had not thought about: the Martians had made a machine that flew to Earth. If they also had a machine to carry them on land. Their weight would not matter. That day was Friday. I did not believe then that the Martians had been foolish. I was feeling better as I sat down to eat. I remember my dear wife's face and how nice the table looked. I did not know it, but that was the last good dinner I was to eat for many strange and terrible days. 
Everyone was talking about the Martians, but with little sense of alarm. The newspapers believed, as I did, that the Martians' own weight would keep them from escaping the hole. People stayed away from that place, but some said they could hear a sound coming from there. It sounded like the noise of hammers. So that is how things were on Friday night. Here was this thing sticking into the skin of our earth. There was fear and excitement in the streets and homes of our town. Farther away, life went on as it always had. The war had not yet begun. All night long, the Martians hammered at work on the machines they were making. From time to time, a puff of green. Or